Small state, big takes. I'm here, sick as a dog. Um, Steve Scott usually gives the opening take, but he doesn't have anything to get to got because he ain't here. <laughs> so, opening big take. Uh, Josh, lay it on me. Uh, since we're rotating around the MLB today, I'm going to say Cole Hamels. See you later. Uh out of the league, not going to get signed. Oh! <laughs> Coming in <laughs> hot. Coming oh in wicked hot. Wicked hot. His services are over. That's a Steve Scott take right there. So I had to, like, say okay. something. Okay, I kind of respect that. crazy. I respect you know the I mean? move. That's whatever. It's a power move. I'm just throwing it out there. Hmm. All right, Gilly. Tough to, tough to follow it up, but what do you got? Um, see, there's, there's a take that I've been struggling with and I don't know what the right answer is. And I know he's going to be a hall of famer, but I just don't feel good about it. Frank Gore. I, I just. Hall of famer. Hall of famer. But isn't he sort of like the NFL's equivalent of Nick Markakis? You know what? I don't know. I think he's a little better than Nick Markakis. I know know what you're trying to say because his longevity has. He's never been the best in his position. It's just like, and granted, that's longevity is a skill in its own, and he he probably will deserve the hall. But at the same time, it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. you're passing all these people just by skating by, averaging, I don't know, three and a half yards per game for 18 years. I don't know. He'll be a Hall of Famer, and he probably deserves it. Because I can't do that, but I don't know. I, I just have a weird, weird feeling about it, and I don't. I don't know. The NBA Hall of Fame is wire uh, is watered down, and I'm worried that the NFL is going to be soon after the fall. That's my big take. But it's not really a take. It's just like a a, a complaint, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry, Al. That's a pretty lame big take. I usually have better big takes than that, but I. I, I Frank, all this Frank Gore coverage lately has just rattled me. I, I don't know what to make of it. Frank Gore's a bum, dude. He is a bum. Passing <laughs> Barry Sanders. Passing Barry Sanders for like yeah, what? right? It doesn't feel right. It, it feels stupid. <laughs> Good. I'm glad I'm not alone. <laughs> okay, so you, you for, feel a lot better. for those of you wondering, we have uh, a guest on today, kind of in Steve's place, because who knows if he'll even get on today. Um... He goes by Al. He's he's out there. Want to just you know introduce yourself? A little background, I guess. Yeah, sure. So, Al Nahigian, uh North Shore, Massachusetts kid, uh, studying to be an elementary school teacher. Believe it or not, I know that's shocking by my uh, facial hair. I know, it's a little, <laughs> a little shocking. But uh, like I said, studying to be a teacher, coach basketball, coach baseball. Uh, do some re- sports writing and podcasting. Uh, write for two different sites: Couch Guy Sports, uh, Believe in Boston Sports, and then for podcasting, host of the Legends Lingo podcast. That's how I got to know these small state big takes guys. And then uh, co-host of our Red Sox podcast on Couch Guy Into the Triangle with Jared Scally. And uh, yeah, happy to be here and happy to finally get on with you guys. It feels like it was just a long time coming. Felt like this had to happen at some point. Yeah, true. 
Lots now, of are back you a full-time student, by the way? You can, you can say full-time. Go ahead. Okay. No, that's impressive. It's just like what you're doing. Like across now, the board, it seems like you're just a busy guy. I don't even know how you have time for, for much of anything. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. My girlfriend says the same thing. I, I don't know how I have time for her. But, uh, no, but you know what? It's all about balancing, man. I mean, just balancing everything. I keep a time schedule. I'm working part-time while I'm going to school and everything. So it, it all works out for itself. Awesome. So. I feel that. That's the lifestyle of me. One thing to the other. I've been going since 5.30 in the morning. Let's go. I've had those days, 7.30 to 7.30, man. It ain't pretty, but it gets the job done. Yep. You got a big yeah, take for us? In, in wait, inaugural? Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Where can we find you on? Plug uh, yourself uh, and then give us an inaugural big take. Plug your big Al. Oh. Big Al and the numbers. I kind of. <laughs> no, it's it's a lot of numbers, believe me. It's too many numbers for people that aren't math people like me. So if you want my personal takes, which are not even that great, they're just adequate takes, you know? There's nothing, <laughs> nothing special. Uh, at Big Al2793, uh, capital B and capital A on Big Al. And then if you want to follow our podcasts, there's a couple of them. Uh, the Legends Lingo podcast, which is myself, Tom Cadmus, Tom Fissette, a.k.a. Fiesta. Uh, we have Twitter account at Lingo Legends, capital L's on both. And then our Into the Triangle podcast, just Into the Triangle. But for Legends Lingo, you might want to listen because we had Dallas Braden on a couple episodes ago. Yeah, humble brag. And- yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you have to. You yeah, have obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we actually have a big guest coming on with us on Wednesday, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, that's something I did want to bring up before we get into free agency is your guest list is very impressive. And I'm sure whatever listeners we have are just going to jump ship and go listen <laughs> to, to what you guys are talking about and all, with all the guests you're you're bringing in. Uh, we've, you know what, Oliver? You know what, honestly, man, we've gotten so lucky. And it's just been, it, honestly, it's just been networking, whether it's been Twitter DMs or it's been, you know, emails and stuff. Like our guest that I'm having on Wednesday just got his email, sent him an email, got lucky enough, he responded back. You know, we've had like, you know, like Jared Carabas, I know personally because he's from the same town as me, so we have that little connection. Oh, shit, okay. And then, you know, obviously we got Jared, then we were able to get hubs and we're able to get other people. Oh, Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something about the Hubs interview. The funniest part about the Hubs interview is that he didn't even know we were a Boston sports podcast. Oh, wow. We, we literally were like, yeah, uh, you're going to be mad at us that it's a Boston sports podcast? He was like, wait, what? I'm like, oh. I'm like yeah, it's a Boston sports podcast, Hub. Sorry. But it was good. No, it was a solid interview. And we've had other good people like Evan Drellick, uh, Jen McCaffrey. We've had a lot of good guests, so we've been fortunate. Yeah. Chris Smith too. You guys have a loaded like, right? Yeah, yeah. We've had, okay. yep, we've had Chris Smith. We had uh, Chris Cotillo of the Mexican Times. Great, yes, right? <laughs> yes the Mexican Times. <laughs> Great reporter for the Mexican Times. Um, I'm, tra- I'm trying to think. Uh, Greeny. We've had Greeny. Dan Greenberg. Oh, cool. Yep. So we've, like I said, our guest list has been very good, and we're trying to build the brand and. Hopefully we got even better guests coming in the future. Well, we have had Terry Cushman several times. <laughs> several. So several. So I got I want to ask you guys. So what is what is your take on Terry? What do you guys think of Terry? Uh I think he's a decent guy. He means yeah, well, nice. but he's 
when people think of the Red Sox fans they hate, it's him. That's kind of how it is. Wow. He's a great guy to have on and just to, yeah. like, He's fun him. to talk to. He's he, shooting the shit with them. It's yeah. great, man. Like, but his takes, some of his takes. Even, did you see today his take where he said that baseball uniforms should just be home whites and road grays? That's it? No color? I, I did see that. So the funny thing about Terry is I've been on his show a couple times. Okay. And I'm, I, I like Terry. I'm on the record saying I like Terry, but I'm with you guys on his takes. His takes sometimes are just so out there. I don't know how to respond, and I've told him this too. I'm like, dude, some of your takes. I'm like, what? And we can laugh about it. He's a, he's a good Terry is a good dude. I have nothing but good things to say about him, despite his uh, suspect tweets at times. Let's just yeah. put it that way. Yeah, I feel like I always find myself at odds with his takes. Like it's always like me against him when he comes on. Like Pedroia is a big mm-hmm. one of point of contention. I'm trying to think Ooh. of a couple other big ones in terms of like the Red Sox bullpen. A couple, uh, or actually one postseason ago. Well, the bullpen um, smells. Oh, he was anti-price, big time. Oh, he's always price. anti-price. Pro right. price. Pro Last price. time we had him on, we yeah. talked about that, and he still wasn't really very receptive to price, which is mind-blowing at, at this point. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I thought, that we, I thought we moved past that, but I guess not. Not all. Yeah, some fans will always have their takes no matter what happens. That's all that's you true. That's yeah. it, man. No, that's funny, though. Yeah, Terry, he's a, good, he's a great guy. Yep. Terry, Terry's been on with us, too. And believe me, it's been, uh, it's been a treat. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to have him on. <laughs> Fuck. You know, he's he's himself, and that's what makes him big. He sticks Honestly, to his guns. So, yeah, that's why so many people hate to love him and and love to hate him. Well, exactly. He knows his shit. That's one thing too. Yeah. It's like he, no, he backs himself up, pulls his, his stuff shit. out. Yeah, exactly. It's so. not like he's shooting from the hip with no no context <laughs> exactly. or anything. He's got a reasoning for every every oh, opinion. He, he does his homework. Like yeah. being on Benny and the Bets with him, he does his homework. Yeah. And, and he thinks before he speaks, so I I can't give enough credit to him. For, and I think his podcast is like pretty big. Like it he has is. a lot of followers, a lot of listeners. So credit to him. He does. No, his Twitter interactions are always gold too. So it's funny. always it's always so many people too interacting <laughs> and even liking it, and even like these crazy outlandish takes. It's awesome. I don't know. He's he's got something going over there. He's cooking something up. <laughs> that he yeah, does. we're cooking with class. Yeah. Stop. Always classy, never trashy, maybe just a little nasty. <laughs> no, that's Ooh. cooking with class. You know, that's cooking with class. That's oh. a Rhode Island thing for you. If oh, you don't man. Know. That's that's fair. You you Rhode Islanders can stay over there. I'm, I'm going to stick in Massachusetts. Oh, I'm going to stick to dude. the big right here. Speaking of, oh, this is, you know what? I'll, I'll do an addendum to my big take. The Woo Sox oh. like logo that just you, came oh, out. You is son of a horrendous. Can, wait, can I swear on this podcast? Yes. Can I, can I, oh. I swear all you want. You yes. son of a bitch, Michael. That was going to be mine. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You I just robbed you, Jim. Right? <laughs> no, cut into your time. No, nah, it's all good. Honestly, my, I guess, inaugural take on this great podcast is just. How about the uh, Worcester Red Sox logo looking like the old Walmart logo or a Pac-Man logo? Like you couldn't come up with a more basic kind of logo for that for the team. Like, are you kidding me? Uh, just brutal job by the uh, Worcester Red Sox uh, PR market. Brutal. Wait, can I? Um, I'm just gonna read for you um, a text chain from one of my fantasy baseball groups. It's the unbelievable new Red Sox AAA logo. A three year old drove that. Uh, it says typical. What a shitty logo. I said, Jesus Christ, it's a Paw Sox diehard that triggers me. This kid says it's terrible. Let's burn Worcester to the ground. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that just made me. 
That's have just you... typical <laughs> Rhode Islander take right there for you, Al. Oh, <laughs> Zero to a hundred. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, by the way, going back to Terry for a sec, you guys want to hear his latest tweet from 53 minutes ago? Yes. Mm, a little surprised that the Red Sox put Brian Johnson on waivers with our busted rotation. Yes. <laughs> ooh, ooh. And he also wrote a piece on Bosox injection about how Red Sox should uh, fire Alex Cora if allegations are true. That's one I will never understand. That's... I'm conv- All right, with this happening, because I was a fire Farrell guy too. But now, I mean, now I'm convinced. I mean, I think the whole world was fire Farrell at that like, point. Wh- yeah, but Terry yeah. was on fire Farrell like when they won the World Series, and he was like, you know what, this guy, I you know, get him out of here. Just, just get him out. Here. I don't want him. Yeah, that was like his hashtag. That was like his. That was his Twitter, podcast. Like, accounts like yeah, yeah that, that, was, that was his podcast in the Fire Feral podcast. Yeah, that's how he did say. He did say if Mookie Betts gets traded, he's not changing the name of the podcast again. Yeah, yeah he, we he, he told that. that he told us that. He told that to us. There we go. Words he told that to us as well. He's just saying that. I think though, right? How can you? Uh, no. uh, this is Terry Cushman we're talking about. That's true. If there's a guy yeah. that stick to his guns, it'll be him. Oh yeah, Terry. No, he's gonna stick to his guns, and I think he's gonna keep the name. I mean, it's a great name for a podcast, and the theme song. Oh my god, gold! <laughs> I would love to know more about that. I, I'm guessing that's through like I don't know if that's through the old podcast network he was on, which Legends Lingo is on too, or I, I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. I could be wrong, but whoever did it, kudos to them. Yeah, for real. Yeah, no, that that is interesting about Brian Johnson getting uh, pushed off the uh, the forty man, big handed lefty that can't throw a fastball more than eighty eight. That's it, say. man. He, really, too. He's David Wells. That one year in AAA where he was like, "Oh, he had like a sub three ERA," and I was like, "Oh, we might have a fifth starter in the mix." It's like, okay, it's like a, he's a quad A player essentially. Yeah, a Memorial Day yeah. master, though. I'll tell you that much. I went to the Memorial Day game. That he what was it? A complete game shutout. Oh, that was fucking awesome. All right, we'll claim him for that game. He'll have one start all year. One game wonder. Get him back yep. up. Hey, hey, bring him up for Memorial Day. That's Johnson's <laughs> day. Shut down the bullpen. Just give us nine innings. That's all we need. Nine innings, like Just eighty-eight pitches. <laughs> Man, wow. Well, where do we want to begin, Ollie? I think we just dive right in. Dive. Um, Baseball. A couple, well, quick quick couple notes, actually, beforehand. We wanted to wait for everybody to get here to do our MLB Awards thing, but Steve's not here, and I just want to do it since we're doing baseball all day tonight. Okay. Um, coming in last place with a whopping 50 points was Steve. <laughs> The only things he got right were uh, Jordan Alvarez and Pete Alonzo, which he picked uh, the third time around. So we got 25 points each for that. So 50. And, and, and Al, are you from – we can give you context here. So what we did was we did MLB award predictions throughout the year. Um, so And then we just did it staggered so you'd get less points the later you predicted it. So we each had like one pick at the beginning of the year. If we had stuck with that pick and it was correct, you'd get 100 points. Um, but then we allowed for updates um, per each quarter of the season. Good quarter, yeah. Gotcha. Exactly. Okay. So after the first quarter of the season, you'd get 75 points if you modified it and it was still correct. Um, and then at the end, obviously, the final quarter there, 25 points, which is where Steve got his his revised uh, career. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his revised he, uh, he, 
his uh, his MVPs, which he stuck with the whole year. Got to give him some credit there. Uh, were Matt Chapman and Ronald Acuna, both wrong, obviously. Uh, his Cy Youngs were Garrett Cole and Ryu, were both wrong. And then he got his rookie of the years that he got twenty five points each, so whopping fifty points. Wow. Yep. He's on the board. He's on the board. That's right. <laughs> You're right. Tell you what, isn't it wild that the top three for the AL MVP um, in that A's infield on that side of the infield is not Matt Chapman. It's Marcus Simeon. Yeah. <laughs> it, isn't, it, isn't it wild? Isn't it wild that Garrett Cole didn't win the American League Cy Young? It I think that's a, I think I, that's a little yeah, wild. I do too. Yep. Sure is. We're gonna look back in a few years, and that'll be one where it's like, oof. It'll be like the way we look it. back on Porcello winning it. I know. Oh, that was fucking that, that was crazy. a joke. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I mean, credit to Verlander. He had a hell of a year. But Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole was the one who should have had the award in the bag since what May. He didn't lose a start since May until like the World Series. Yeah, like what strikeout numbers were unbelievable. Yep, it's yeah, wild. Coming in third place would be yours truly. Um, I had Mike Trout for 50 points. I had Jacob DeGrom for 25 points. I had Alvarez and Alonzo for 25 each. So, 125 for your boy. Pat, pat myself on the black, back. That's, that's a good Thank one. You. That's better than Steve. It's almost triple. Let me see if I added this up right. 50... Oh, yeah, 50, 50, 100, 200, 225. Jesus. Hold on. If I actually won, I'll be pumped. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Oliver added him up wrong. Right? Oh, you got 50 God. there, you got 50 there, you got 100 I'm, there. That's 200, 225. Why did I write 325? 225 for Josh in third place. Well, let me add you, just wanted, you just wanted to beat Steve that I badly? I definitely, definitely had 100 points from Pete Alonzo. You had 100 so points me, from Pete Alonzo. Give me that. You had 50 points from Cody Ballinger. You had 50 points from Justin Verlander. We're at 200. Yep. You had 25 for Mike Trout. 225. And El Young was Ryu. AL yep. rookie was Vlad. Yeah. So 225. All right. Third hey, place. I like it. Second place, second place, second place. Hey, oh. Delirious. Delirious. Come on. Cut me some slack. (laughs) And winning it all was Michael Gilligan, who had Mike Trout from the start, 100. Justin Verlander, 150. Pete Alonso from the start, 250. Alvarez, three quarters for 25 points for 275. Damn. Wow. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Trout. It's Trout that did it. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations, yeah. Gilly. Thank you. I Yeah, I don't know what to say. I'd like to thank Mike Trout for making it happen. The most, <laughs> most easy MVP pick of all time. <laughs> I know. For real. It was the boring pick. I remember that in our that yeah. episode. I'll just go with Trout here because no one else is. So. Which, is which is tough to do because we, we brand ourselves on big takes, but they also have to be boring sometimes. Imagine if I stuck with my Bregman take, though, and he actually won it. Yeah, somehow. but you didn't, and he didn't, oh. so you look smarter now. I guess so. A little bit, but that would have been awesome. I mean, just say thank you for it. You you got the pick right. Say thank you. And I know. It's true. 
I had like the potentials though. I'm with you. Now sure. going into this year, or going into last year, I should say, um, any any predictions that you kind of had in terms of uh, uh, maybe perhaps your MVP picks of sorts of guys that might either overperformed or underperformed based on what you expected. So as far as MVPs go, I'm almost positive I took Trout at the beginning of the year. I didn't take Bellinger. I think I took uh, I think I took Christian Yelich in the National League, which was close. If he didn't get injured in September, yeah. he might have had a shot. Oh, yeah. uh, the the Cy Young Awards, I think I was way off. I, I took Scherzer, I think, in the National League. I forget who I took in the American League. I, it's, knowing me, I probably took Chris Sale in the American League. Look how that turned <laughs> out. I feel like a bunch of us did, yeah. Jeez. Um, the rookies of the year, I didn't know much about, so I'm not even going to pretend like I didn't. I, after the home run derby, I said Alonzo looks pretty good in the National League, but I didn't lock it down and say, oh, my God, he's the sure favorite. Gotcha. So, That's fair. So, I'm going to so, – Oh, sorry. No, no, you're good. I try to keep things. I try to keep things honest. I don't like to, you know, say I did something when I didn't. Put it that way. Yeah. I was just gonna say I just would love to plug my boy Eric Cross for giving me that Pete Alonzo info. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's the guy we so. had on as a guest, uh, Al Eric Cross is like a so he writes for Fantrax.com and um, okay, it's mostly so it's baseball, um, but it's also like primarily like fantasy baseball uh, prospects. That's what he kind of focuses on, and just prospects in general. And he had the take before the season started that we thought was like, "Whoa, pretty bold!" Like we like Pete Alonso, but he what was his take, Oliver? It was like 37, 37 home runs for Pete Alonso, and we we're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, because I had asked the question. I was like, "Yeah, it's like twenty five and like eighty sound like pretty <laughs> high," and he was like, "No, man." Like, yeah, it was thirty-seven and a hundred. That's crazy. And then, Not, yeah. yeah, and so and then, whenever every yeah. time he hit a home run after, uh, after thirty-seven, we we would add him every time. And be like, wow, can't believe you only predicted thirty-seven. You need a new <laughs> job. That's <laughs> <laughs> just crazy. But yeah, no, that's that a fun season. Nuts. All right, you guys um, want to get into some free agents? Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Let's run through these. Dive. I gotta get my spreadsheet up. I ran dive like seventeen times in the powder puff game today. Alright, you ready? Shit. Alright, first up. Alright. Garrett Cole. Do it. I'll lead it off and we'll do a snake. And Steve's not here, so we're skipping him. Garrett Cole. We'll be going to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I'm gonna guess. I'm I'm gonna throw out a. Uh, he beats David Price's contract, and he's gonna get. Uh, I think six, like annual annually. I think I I'm I'm thinking like six two twenty. Wow. There you go. Who do I have ne- on next on? On my spreadsheet is Steve, but he's not here. And after him, it's Mike. All right. Um, that is a big take. Bull take, even. Um, although, you know what? I blame you for this. I think you infected me with uh, the idea that Garrett Cole is going to go to the Angels. So I also had him going to the Angels. <laughs> As a West Coast guy, I think it's – I don't know. It makes sense. Um, I think it's going to be a, a deal with an opt-out. However – I think it'll be a, a yep. super long deal. I see that. I was thinking nine years, 280 mil. 
With like, I, like an opt out after three or something? Yeah, with an opt out after like three, probably. Yeah. Okay. That would make sense. All right, two for the Angels. I like it. Josh, you're next. <sighs> well, here's what I'll start with because I was very unprepared for this with the day that I had. Classic, classic, classic. No, I mean, it's classic. It's just the time that I have. Um,. So my initial feeling is that he will go back to the National League. Even though he had a ton of success in the American League, I think he was just in the right system with a staff that could renovate and and like revolutionize different pitches for players. I think he goes back to the National League. I'm going to say Padres. Ooh. And I'm going to say Padres because... I think they want to dive in and get that that ace pitcher. Even though they have got a guy like Paddock, who could probably be that guy, they get another solid guy on the rotation. Um, but they don't have a ton of money because they owe Will Myers and they owe Machado, obviously. And Hosmer. And Hosmer. Wow, that Hosmer deal is so fucking bad. Um, so I'm going to say 7 to 15. Okay. Okay. Seven and two fifteen. Wasn't that with wasn't an price seven and two seventeen? Seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say seven and two fifteen with an opt out in year five, five and five, six and seven. Tell you what, if we're talking that money, I hope the Red Sox are in talks because I would be all about that. I just think he would want to go to a like another contender, and I think the Padres could be a contender. I yeah. could. You know, give, give him a couple of years. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. So uh, They could be like the Twins this year and just kind of bust out. <clears throat> True. I like I'm it. not saying 100 wins, but... No, 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 but yeah, for sure. All right, save the guess for last. Al, what do you got for me? All right, I know this is my first time on this podcast. I hope it's not my last after I say this. <laughs> Here's no, the, don't, don't do it, don't do it. Don't say the socks. No, no, no. It's the Yankees. I already Garrett wrote it down. Cole oh. is going to be in New York Yankee. I already because, wrote it down. Because <laughs> you, got, you got to think about this, okay? What's the one thing that the Yankees lacked last year? Well, they lacked many things, but the big thing that they lacked last Ooh. year was that bona fide ace in the staff. Severino was injured. Tanaka is not an ace. CC Sabathia, <laughs> forget it. So they need... <laughs> They need that ace. Garrett Cole's that guy. You know he's going to get a big deal. You know that the Yankees have the money. They have one of the highest payrolls. I know the Red Sox do too. But the Yankees need that starting pitcher, especially a right-hander. That would help. So he's going to go to the Yankees, and I got him going 6 for 198. With an opt-out after year, I'll say year three. See, any... Any reservation about the fact that he did not sign with the Yankees back when he was drafted? And didn't no. want to get traded to him? Well, I think I, they were on his list, though. I think just as like a, right? Like a, just it, a, like just, oh, who was that? That had him on the list, too. I think Granky. Where it's just it, like, okay, you do, you want to have to approve a trade to a team like that. Oh, I think it was Mad Bum. Yeah. Oh, uh, Mad Bum didn't want to go to like any of the big market teams. That's what he wanted to work an extension out if he did. Like that yes. was a thing too, which is it's a good move by him strategically. But I was just curious. Yeah, Garrett Cole. Sorry, guys, but I think Garrett Cole's unfortunately going to end up a Yankee. 
It's just, it's sad. Oh, I know, that's a I know. Take. I know. I'm not trying to be Cushman, but it's, <laughs> it, it makes too much sense. It really does. But I'll make up for it. I planned these all out before. I'll make it up to you guys with a bigger name, I promise. Okay. Ooh. Well, we are doing a snake draft, so you're up now. You're up again. Anthony Wait, Rendon, where's he going? Uh, all right, this one is going to be a little bit boring. But I think he goes back to the Nationals. I think the Nationals want to keep him in the fold. I think they don't want to lose two big names in two consecutive off seasons. Rendon played a huge part in the Nationals in their championship run. So you know what? Stick to where home is. Home is where the heart is. Rendon's going back to the Nationals. I'm going to say, and I'm just closing this right now. I'm terrible with guessing numbers and salaries and all that. So I'm putting that on the record. I got him going back to the Nationals. How old's Rendon? He's like 27, 28. He might have hit 30 this year, actually. <laughs> Did he hit 30? Somebody, somebody check that out. I got that. Mana, I'm Mana. Sorry. He's 29. 29. 29, okay. He turns so, 30 uh, in June. Year. All right. I'm going to say for him, I'm going to say five for. I'm going to say five for 125. For 125. Okay. I think right. he's I think he's worth that money with everything he did, especially in the World Series. My God. All right, Josh. <coughs> oh, fuck me, right? Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I saw this thing. I, I mean, I kind of agree. I think he's going to stay with the Nationals too. I think with just winning the World Series. He should stay there. Um, I think he will get paid a little bit more, though. I'm going to say six and 140. Six and 140. Okay. Um, but my initial my initial thought was I saw the White Sox, and I was thinking to myself, hmm. White Sox are already get... making moves. That's what I mean. Like, I'm just want it on the record that the White Sox are a close second. Okay. It's on the record. Okay. On the okay. record. It's recorded. All right. Mike. Uh, you guys are I now I feel like a clown for my, my take here. Well I I show I think they're going he's going back to the Nationals, so I'll start with that. However, the money I have is very different. I have seven years two thirty five. It's, it's a massive deal, and so I think that that would be a higher annual salary than Arenado, which doesn't make sense. However, that's just kind of my my take on what happens when you go to the open market. And then I don't know. I, I feel like they're gonna really pay for it uh, in terms of uh, having to to retain their guys this year, as any so, championship team tends to. So if he sticks out the deal, you can see Rendon at age thirty six and thirty seven getting thirty three mil a year from the Nationals still. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think I think they'll be forced to do something just, like that. Though. That's just what you got to do. You got to put in the yeah. money to get the good years and suffer the last two years with the money. Yeah, like the Yankees um, did with the, the beauty of the opt out. Yankees are going to be in the mix too. And then um, I, I feel like there'll probably be an opt out just because I feel like what deal doesn't have an opt out. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my take there. It's probably overshooting it by a bit. Um, but I do agree that I think he'll be back with the Nats. Or at least they're going to do everything they can to, to bring him back. Absolutely. I'm not. I, I yeah. Clean sweep. Nationals. I got money similar to Gillies. I got seven two ten. So. Yeah. I just. I just see. 
he I know he wants to get paid, but I think I just see like that little Homer discount type thing happening there. Well, especially if they want to bring back the who I believe is the next, the next guy, guy Steven Strasburg. The next guy. Uh, I'm going to start off sneak draft. Uh, I think he stays as well. Call, consider me boring, but <coughs> I got Strasburg staying again. I didn't really think about the money on this one, but he's 30 years old? 31. 31 years old, so again, going on the opt-out train, opt-out, opt-out. This is going to be called the opt-out pod. Um, <laughs> I can see him getting like 5 and 100. No. Yeah. Probably more, well, but I'm, I don't know. No. I'll tell you why in a second here. So, the reason that I think he wouldn't do that is because his current deal, well, he just opted out of, he though. Had like, three years ridiculous. For, so three he had, for 75. Is that what it was? Yeah, it's three for 75. I had four. Isn't there... There's a fourth year... Let me just double-check to make no. sure there. Is there? Yeah, I'm looking at school track. It says 2020 is slated to make 25 mil... 15 for the next two years after that, and then $45 million in 2023. <laughs> Talk about backloaded. Wow! Yeah, so that's why any deal would realistically have to be more than $100 million okay. across four years, so higher than $25 million annually. Um, All right, so hear me out. You add the extra year for five, right? Okay. And we'll, we're, we're going to bump it up to, like, John Lester money, like, Buck sixty. I don't know, man. I there don't you know. go. Gonna... That's my final. Okay. Yeah. And again, Have I'm going to overshoot this. I'm going to overshoot this, but six years, 168 mil to stay with the Nats. I think the Red Sox are going to be in the mix for him, and I think that's going to to run it Wait, up. Wait, how much bit. did you say? Uh, six years, 168 million. 68. I love this specification. I I like round numbers, so that's 28 million per year. Okay. I'm right there with you, Jelly. Okay. Jelly, I'm right there with you. It bothers me if it's like, oh, it's twenty-seven point six six seven million. I don't know. So, and I think baseball is actually good about like they like even numbers like that as well. They do. Remember, like pa- even Pablo and Hanley. I think those are all nice and even. Yeah, they, they were don't like really much around. Twenty twenty. I think Ozzy Albies, Ozzy Albies is like seven, 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 seven for the next thirty-three years. I don't want to talk about that contract. That contract <laughs> pains me. Uh, Josh, Seam Strasburg. All right, Oliver, here's your fucking Angels guy right here. Right here? This is him? Yeah, this is him. No way. Yeah. <laughs> he's right here. I don't you, see him. You just have the wrong guy. So I think he's going to the Angels. I think this is the guy they kind of reach for. They overpay a little bit. I'm going to say six years, 170. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't hate it. Angels are making a move. Yeah, I think that's the guy. Right there. All right. World Series MVP. They need another MVP on a team that doesn't make a playoff. Not wrong there. Yeah, you you got me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I guess it's me now. Yep, sure is. All right. All right, so when you guys sent me this list, I thought this was just teams that were going to be linked to the player. So... I had down Steven Strasburg, and I told you guys I would make up for it earlier. 
I had Steven Strasburg as a Boston Red Sox. Yes. I, I had Strasburg in the mix, at least, as a Red Sox because the Red Sox are going to need a dominant right-handed pitcher. You have Chris Sale, David Price, the lefties, Rodriguez. Win total was up in 2019, even though they sucked ass. You need that righty starter. It sure as hell ain't Rick Porcello because his ass is out the door. <laughs> so why not kick the tires on Steven Strasburg, sign him to a five-year, $160 million deal? Whoa. You're, you're, you're probably, you're probably going to get rid of Mookie Betts, and you know what? Want to keep this team in contention? You're not going to get Garrett Cole, so here's the next best guy. Go out, get Strasburg. Make your rotation that much more complete. Get him in a Red Sox uniform. Automatic I want that guy. Buy of a jersey right there. I would buy that jersey in two seconds. Thirty-seven oh. is available. Hell they yeah. haven't retired it for Curtis Lascanic yet. So you sure? <laughs> Curtis Lascanic, R.I.P. I know he's still alive, probably, but R.I.P. Yeah. Oh, John Olerud is dead. By the way, if you haven't heard it on our podcast, he's actually he's not, he's very much alive. dead. <laughs> <laughs> So, rest in peace, John. Um, you, you in the helmet, man. All right, Curtis Lascanic, though, a little fun fact about him. Not really a fun fact, um, but I'm pretty sure he was arrested for a DUI in his van with his kids in the car. Oh, good! Stand up, good! <laughs> Glad to hear he's doing big things. Yeah, there's a dash cam video of it somewhere. I remember seeing that a while ago. Oh, my God. You, you got to send that to me at some point. Yeah. I, I, I have to do that. It's ridiculous. Uh, I have um, that's what one of my fantasy baseball team names is uh, Curtis Scanic Family Man. It's a picture, just like a weird photo of Curtis Scanic, like smiling. That's so terrible. It is. But yeah, I like that take though. I hope that I hope that comes to be. What about uh, uh, Eovaldi? What's your take on Eovaldi? Oh, we're just touching on the, the socks. Pitching. Don't say anything bad. <laughs> oh, geez, you can't put so much pressure on me. Um, as far as when he signed the contract. I was okay with it because Ivaldi has such good stuff. He has the electric fastball. He has the devastating off-speed that if he's healthy, he can be one of the best pitchers in the game if he's healthy and his stuff is there. But the fact that he was injured last year, a long, nagging injury, it makes you think twice about the contract. He still has three more years, but right now it's just it's kind of sends a chill up your spine. <laughs> Not great. No, true. That's fair. We'll see. Um, Oliver, I believe I have Zach Wheeler, right? Uh, Zach Wheeler. Yep, that sounds right. All right. So, you mentioned earlier, I believe, Oliver, it was you that mentioned it. The White Sox are going to make a move. I think this is their move. I think that they're not going to get that top quality ace or that top tier free agent, but they go the next class down. I think Zach Wheeler is going to be a perfect fit for this White Sox team. I think he needs a little bit of a fresh start away from the Mets organization. And I think the White Sox are serious about trying to contend and make some moves. I think Zach Wheeler is a good veteran piece to add to that rotation and go along with Giolito. Oh, and uh, the contracts. I'm going to I'm gonna say this is going to be a short-term, short money. Like, I can see this being a real, like, cheap contract. Like, maybe three for, like... Jesus, this is going to sound so bad and probably way off. I'm going to say like three for 36. It, it, he's not He's not worth any big money. He's really not. Oh, that's fucking... It's that's to- I'm going to sound like a fucking wacko. Oh, me too. I just I think it's going to be a crazy... 
you off. <laughs> my money's all way off, but I'll no, 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 no. You guys are probably going to sound more realistic, and I'm going to be the cheap ass here, so it's okay. <laughs> what do you got, Josh? All right, so I have Zach Wheeler in the position of taking Garrett Cole's spot in the Astros rotation. Oh, gag me with a chainsaw. Oh, no. So, so <laughs> oh, no. That, I have, have him at market value at like 24.5 right now, which is wild. But I'm going to stay short with the years as well and go four years and 94. So it's a little under market value. Hmm. Okay. I mean, all right. Yeah. It's it's out there. It's wow. out there. It's it's in the airwaves. It's, in, it's I told you. You can't take that back, Josh. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow, I'm, I'm afraid sure that's of what it is. If I did the math in my head. No, I'm just afraid yeah, of Wheeler on the Astros. That's what I can't think, keep thinking about. That's the one team that I don't want him to to have them figure him out. Um, but, similar to Al, also, and I, I feel like it's been kind of discussed that the White Sox are supposedly the highest bidder so far on him. Obviously, it's early. But, I thought this was crazy money. Um, five years, $110 million. I have in, quote, or in uh, parentheses or behind that. Crazy money, but it'll happen. So, I think Josh is higher annual than me, but I give him some more years. He's still pretty young, isn't he? Um, he is 29. Yeah, so, yeah, relatively young pitcher. I just think there's a lot of questions. I think that's why all the short True. Year, years are, like, rumored around right now. Yeah, I just think that there's so much interest, though, because, I don't oh, know, yeah. White Sox are definitely in. I think the Phillies are in on him and a couple other guys, and they're willing pumped. to shell out some money. I was pumped when the Red Sox were all in. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, Zach Wheeler. Like, give me. You know, it's just an intriguing, like, project to have. But that's why I said the Astros, like, and I feel like if they do throw him an offer, like, that's a team, if they can figure him out, he'll be a Cy Young candidate for sure. Tell you what, though, if we, if the Red Sox do what they do in terms of trade Mookie, shed some salary, do whatever, and they go out and sign Zach Wheeler, I will not be a happy camper. Mm. If, like, yep, that's how they, I if agree it's there. Like a, unless it's, like, a good deal, like, like Al's price range, sign me up if that's what the market dictates. Sure, why not? Yep. But oh, that'd be oh. Imagine paying him over twenty million dollars a year. If that happens, you'll have to listen to a Legends Lingo episode where I just go off for about thirty minutes about <laughs> how bad the organization is, and go, and go on a tweet storm while I'm at it too. I was gonna say, go to Twitter jail. Fucking shame, Bloom. Fuck. <laughs> this stupid son of a gun. What is he doing? Uh, so I am not really a big Zach Wheeler guy. Um, but I think there's a market for him, so I'm going, uh, after a, a disappointing year, I think the Phillies make a signing here, going five with 90. Okay. Coming back around, next guy up, another pitcher, we got a bunch of pitchers, um, Ryu, Hinjin Ryu. <coughs> and here's a take for you. Uh, I think he goes back to the Dodgers. Dodgers. The Dodgers. Dodgers. Dodger Binks. On a one-year deal. <laughs> Ooh, a little prove-it deal? A little prove-it deal for Ryu. One year, 20 mil, 
or between 15 and 20, I'd say. I just don't think teams are going to buy into him with all the health problems he's had for so long. After even this second half of this year, he was, you know, a little shaky and bouncing back and forth between healthy and not healthy. So I, I think we get a prove it year deal out of Ryu. And again, how much? About uh, between fifteen and twenty. Okay. Interesting. Okay. That's fair. Um, I don't think he's going to get a huge contract because I agree that he's definitely a risky guy. However. One team that I really don't have much doing much elsewhere, um, I think they could be in the mix because they've been on record saying that they have a lot of money tied up and they might be looking to make trades instead for a starting pitcher. However, if the price is right, Ryu could be their guy, and that is the San Diego Padres. Um, I had it at three years, $63 million. That might be a little high. Realistically, it probably will be a shorter-term deal. Um, and then I also have in my note here that I think the Angels could be in the mix too if they don't get Garrett Cole or um, Strasburg. I would be so mad if the Red Sox were like, yeah, we're going to pay Ryu 21 a year. Yeah, that would be dumb. I don't, don't add another lefty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With elbow Another problems. lefty with like elbow break. Exactly. <laughs> no, thanks. Josh, who do you got for Ryu? All right, and coming out of left field are the Toronto Blue Jays. Whoa. Yeah. No, I, I actually just, don't really hate that. It just it seems like some kind of like <laughs> weird pitcher where Toronto's like, yeah, we got a bunch of young guys. We just need a pitcher. And, yeah, I don't know. I, I just have this weird feeling that he's going to go to some weird team, so I picked them. And it just makes a ton of sense. He's that type of guy. Not to use, like, that culture card, but, hey, I mean, it's Canada and the, the whole culture factor for him. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's just a, it's just a bunch of different things that could go into it. Toronto's a dope city for... Yeah, absolutely. It is. So, um, I'm going to say Ryu... Man, he's 32. I'm going to say three years... Sixty-six million. Oh, gag me! Just wow. fucking kill me if that ever happens to the Red Sox. Jesus. Before we go to Al here, can I get um, a little pop quiz for you guys? Can you name actually? So this is just a projection of like who the number one starter would be for the Blue Jays. Can uh... anyone name who that would be? This is according to roster resource, so it's not one hundred percent accurate. He's new to the team. I, to be honest with you, I did not know he was on the team. Until I just looked. Okay, I so couldn't tell not, you if I put a gun in my not, head. Uh, what's his face in the system then? Nope, someone who just got traded. I'll give you from the Brewers. Oh, uh, what's his name? Fuck, Chase Anderson. Hmm? Yeah, Anderson, Chase Anderson. Whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Wow. He just got traded this month. I did see that, but I definitely forgot about it. Weird. And again, wow. that's just... But I mean, they really have nobody else, though. Number two is Matt Shoemaker, according to this list. I guess just... <laughs> bonkers but yeah sorry i just was looking at the because they do need pitching so they certainly do (laughs) oh who you got for boy ryu all right so for good old you ryu whatever you want to call him i'm going to double down and add something to the end of this but one team that needs pitching and one team that needs an ace out of the al central the minnesota twins 
Twins need another pitcher to go along with Berrios. They need another guy to go along with Odorizzi. They need a good left-handed starter. Why not bring him in on the three-year, $54 million deal? Okay, bring him in for 18, right around that 15-20 range, like Oliver said. And I'm going to double down and say, if the Twins don't sign Ryu, they will sign Dallas Keuchel. So when Keuchel comes up, when when Keuchel comes up, you don't need to come to me because I'm already telling you, if they don't sign Ryu, Keuchel's going to be their guy. They need a pitcher. They need somebody that's going to help them actually win a friggin' wild card game. So you need one of those two guys. Cool. So I got either one of them going to the Twins. And for Keuchel, it might be because he's a fan of the one-year deal. I say for him, they might give him like a two for – Maybe like a two for twenty, uh, yeah, two for twenty-eight kind of deal, like fourteen mil a year. Mm. Interesting. All right. Well, what do you got for like Bum? You're on a roll. What do you want for Bumgarner? I know. Right? <laughs> Let's keep it going. <laughs> Matty Bums, aka the hero in San Francisco, aka the former hero of San Francisco, because according to John Morosi the other day. He has been in talks with the Philadelphia Phillies. The Phillies need another starter to go along. Aaron Nola and Jake Arrieta and that staff. You bring in Bumgarner, a proven winner. They can help bring the Phillies that much closer to competing with the Braves in the NLE. Bumgarner to the Phillies. Give me him for, I'm going to go five for, five for 170 with an opt-out after year three. Oh, hell yeah. That's an interesting deal. That is. I like it. That's a big deal. You even saving all your money for that one, huh? That's it. <laughs> you have to. But I think Bumgarner, besides Cole, besides the first three we talked about, I think he's right up there in that class. Yeah. yeah three World Series rings will do that for you. Yeah, certainly true. will. Josh, where you got mad uh, bone? I, I am actually going to stick with the Phillies as well. But I'm going to go four. And one fifty. Wow! See, Gilly, they they've been stashing away their money for Mad Bone. Yeah, wait, what? He's, is... a pro- he's a proven winner. What more do Absolutely. you want, Gilly? I know, but he's had injuries. They, I don't they, know. They, I, I don't think what? that matters. I mean, yeah, no. You want an elite arm, and he's he's just that. All right. Uh, well, what do you got, Gilly? Well, so I first of all, I thought I was gonna be relatively interesting and bold here with my take of uh, Mad Bumps the Phillies, but it's not. <laughs> um, however, I literally have almost half the money that Josh just mentioned. Four years, $88 million. I think he's going to... Uh, I think that's... I don't know. I uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, I, I'm I speechless. You, I, by... <laughs> I, you're shortchanging him a little, man. He's still a proven winner. He is, but he's got so much, so many miles on his arms already, and he's he's I don't know how many innings has he pitched in the last three years in terms of like quality. I don't. I feel like we haven't really seen what he should be at this point. I mean, he's going so, into age thirty season. I don't know. I mean, so is Nathan Evaldi, but the Red Sox are paying him four billion dollars less than what you would pay him if you were the Phillies GM with Bumgarner. So I mean, put that into perspective. That's a, that's a good point. However, yeah, that was a knee jerk reaction by the Red Sox. Um, no, it was. You're right. You're right. Uh, You're right. And also, too, to be fair, last year, I mean, what were the options really? Not very many. Uh, yeah, no, that was, was nothing. Still, that was nothing. That's a good point. But I'm sticking to it because I wrote it down. 
<laughs> and I think that, and also the, my logic behind it too, I think that the Phillies will be in on Wheeler, uh, possibly Strasburg, but go for Mad Bum first and foremost. Ollie, what do you got? Well, I'm going to break the mold here. And here's a one year, twelve million. Here's a dark. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he signs a one year deal. But I'm going with dark horse sleeper team. I think they're going to make a couple moves this off season, and that is the out of nowhere resurgence from 2011 Texas Rangers. Ooh, five and one thirty. Ooh, a Rangers uniform. Um, I think See that? I think the Rangers going to make a couple trades, sign a couple dudes. Blue collar. <laughs> Man, that's a big take. And again, you said five years, one thirty. Uh, yeah. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Wow. Thanks. Appreciate Joe Tessitore just fucking pisses me off. I'm sorry. I just had to get that in there. By the way, Mad Bum's velocity is back up. It was down for a few years in a row, but now it's back up. I had to check that. Because I've avoided him in fantasy baseball for, for that and a couple other reasons. Because I'm afraid of him. Jump on it, Gilly. Jump on it. Floating. Jump on it when you can. Mad Bum dream. Honestly, if, imagine the Sox getting Mad Bum. Wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be I mean, good. We don't need another lefty. But. No, but it still would be cool. All right. We're on to Josh Donaldson, and I'm also going to say, let's pick up the pace. Okay, okay, sorry. Now that all we right. know Steve is still in his meeting and will not, most likely not be joining us at all, we don't stall for him anymore. He gets to miss this episode. That's his own fault for wanting to attend a town hall meeting instead of pl- uh, the tagging along with us. So let's, uh, we have uh, nine more names on the on the main list, and then we have all the names that are kind of could potentially be related to the Red Sox, and we don't have to go in-depph. We can just talk about them for a few minutes. Let's be just quick hits, yeah. yeah. All right, so Josh Donaldson. I have, going back to the Braves, on like a three-year deal. I don't really know the money. I don't. I honestly have no idea what his market is. With his good year, you can probably make about $20 million a year, so I'm going to say like three for 66 Ooh, very close to mine. I also had Braves. I have three years, $69 because he was nice. nice last year. Nice. <laughs> also, I think Nats, possible landing spot if they, if they don't get Rendon. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I like that. Josh. Josh. Two years, 38. Where? Stays with the Braves. Braves? Okay. Two years, 38. Like All, right. All right. I'm going to break the mold a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to go a little different route here. I'm going to go with the Brewers because the Brewers need a third baseman. They need a good hitting third baseman, and Donaldson can provide that. One year, 18 mil. I like that. I'm That's a, a fan. Sign me up. Yeah. It is. They did that. They just did that with Moustakis. Sign me up. I like that one. Thanks, man. Uh, what do we got next? Ozuna? We Ozuna next. You know what? At first, I'm not going to lie. At first, I had him go into a really sh- – team. I had him go into the Royals, but after hearing one of the teams that you guys all like a lot to make a move, I actually have him go into the San Diego Padres. I think the Padres need a good hitting outfielder. They have, obviously, the corners taken care of with Hosmer and Machado. They have a lot of... Honestly, they have a lot of... What's the word I'm trying to look for? Because I'm, like, dead tired at 10-10. 
Just a lot of good things in the future for them. We'll just say that. Yeah. That was that was too long winded, but no, you're good. They're they're on an uprise, and you know what? I'm gonna say he goes to the Padres. We'll say we'll say four for. I'll, I'll keep it even. Four for eighty. I'm twenty million a year. Okay. I'm into it. Josh, Marcelo Zuna, your guy. This one, this one's kind of painful. I, I didn't catch that. Am I lagging out? Uh, just for just for a quick second there. I said this is going to hurt because I think the Yankees are going to take a reach, and I'm going to say it's going to be four years, seventy-six million. What do they do? Like, how do they? Make I think I think that they either get rid of. I'm trying to think. Like Stanton, maybe. Yeah, but no. I, I I think something happens with the Yankees where they just want, or they don't sign Brett, resign Brett Gardner. Like I don't know. I just think they'll lock up funds for another outfielder. It just seems like a Yankee thing to do. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I just had a weird feeling. I feel like he could be a Yankee. Kind of my weird, weird one. Just one of those weird, your gut's telling you something? Yep. All right. Well, uh, Mike, what do you got? I have Ozuna to go to another young, interesting team that needs outfield bats. And ironically enough, they're probably their best outfield bat that they've got from San Diego. And that is the Cleveland Indian. I think that Ozuna, for some reason, his market really isn't what I thought it would be. Um, looking at like I don't know uh, different projections and whatnot, so I think four years, sixty-four million um, could do it, which doesn't seem like a whole lot for a guy that was I don't know a fringe MVP candidate sort of last year. He had some crazy hot streaks. Um, yeah, it's Cleveland. Okay, um, I think he stays in St. Louis for um, like four and eighty-eight. I'm gonna go with. Short and sweet. Next up, we have Nick Castellanos. Um, while I think the Cubs want to sign him, I don't think they have the money and will. So I'm going back to a team I talked about recently, and that would be my Texas Rangers. They're going to make a signing here for Nick Castellanos. Hitter-friendly ballpark. And I think you'll see... If he goes there, he'll be similar to what he was on the Cubs. I'm going to go... He's relatively young, isn't he? He is... 29? I think you're... I'm not quick enough right now. No, you're killing me. He's weird, awkward silence. <gasps> one second, one second. He is... 27. What? Okay. Oh, I need okay. to change my... Um, damn. I was between four or five years, but if he's 27... I could honestly see him getting as many as seven, but I'm going to say six. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, shit. Um, fuck. That fucked me up. I didn't know he was that young. There'll be, you know, a couple opt outs, obviously. I'm going. in March. Okay, so 28. Going 28, 28. Yeah, yeah, I'm sticking with six years, but I'm going to go like. Um, Kind of a lot of money. Uh, I'm gonna go like 145. Oh God! 
Wow. Yeah, no. I'm a big I don't think he's a hundred million guy. guy. I don't think he is either, but no. He, he's underrated, but I don't think he's that underrated. Damn. Well, that's a big take. Yeah, big take. That's what we're here for. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, yeah, now you got me questioning the money I'm allocating to him, but whatever. Um, I've got Castellanos um, taking the good old Chicago Transit Authority rail just a little bit south, landing with the White Sox. I think they're going to try to make some splashes. I think this is a modest oh, one. I, like I don't that. think it's a hundred million dollar deal. I think it's more like three years, forty eight. Um, that that's probably underselling it because for a soon to be twenty eight year old um, corner outfielder. However, I don't know. I just can't. I can't picture a team wanting to commit like super long deal for him. But at the same time, if they were to offer something at like fifteen million a year, it probably doesn't make sense for him to do that because in five years from now, God knows what. Like an average, I shouldn't say an average outfielder, but an above average outfielder could make annually. So that's my logic. All right, Josh. All right, hold on to your seatbelts because here comes the fucking building block to the Miami Marlins franchise. (laughs) Let's get crazy. All right, we're getting fucking crazy up in here. Small state big takes for a reason. I'm going to go years. Seventy-seven million dollars. How many years? I missed the years. Six, six years. Six for seventy-seven. Yep, I'm getting like exact on here. That's a gross-looking <laughs> annual number, but go on. It is. It is. Twelve point six. Repeating. I'm. I'm about it, and I think it. He is kind of the perfect guy to to start the restart there. Cool. He's young enough. Uh, yeah, I yeah. like it. Yep. Okay. All right, all right. So Castellanos, I'm gonna go. Same route as Oliver. I'm going. He's gonna sign with the Rangers. Okay, welcome aboard. I, and I think he's gonna be a four for seventy-two kind of guy. Right in that range for the Rangers, where they can get finally get Adrian Beltre's replacement. <coughs> they don't have to spend big time money. All right. So next up, we have Dallas Keuchel, and we already know that yep. Al said Minnesota. So, moving right along to Josh now. Doesn't help me at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, short contract guy, huh? Um, I might say two years, twenty-eight million. Weird. Where to the Angels? I'm into it. A little, fi- little filler spot. It's also the like uh, same contract year and length that Al said. Fun fact. Is no. it really? Yeah. I, yeah sorry. <laughs> Not why you cry. It's your show. I should be the one. Sorry. Uh, no, no. Like, I, I wasn't. No, I wasn't even. I'm kind of like off the off the head. Like I, I don't have that good of a memory. Trust me. <laughs> Running off the rip. <laughs> All right. Um, Keigel. I'm going to uh, kind of go in between each of you. I think it's going to be the Twins. However, I think it's going to be three years, 39 mil. I think, yeah, I think you should at least have multi-year offers this time around. Last year, the qualifying offer kind of old leverage because um, no one really wants to buy them that much. But um, yeah, so the Twinkies. Wow, Gilly, you went $1 million less than we did. Wait, with three years, 20, 39 mil. 
Yeah, we you said two, we said two for twenty eight for fourteen. So you're going oh, one year more, yeah. one million dollars less. That makes sense. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, no, it does. It's it's not a bad deal for that for for them. That's for the Twinkies. It's not a bad deal. Yeah, that's funny though. I didn't realize that's spot on. That's <laughs> okay. All right, uh, I'm breaking the mold here, kind of. Not the Twins, not the Angels, but I am going out west. And a team that r- seldom makes any signings are the Oakland Athletics. Oh. Oakland A's. I agree with the multi-year offer, and I actually like three for 39, so I'm going with that. They just really like guys named Dallas, I guess. Yeah. I know. Yep. Da- with beards. With beards. Prolific beards. Yep. That are lefties. <laughs> Prolific beards. <laughs> one has a Cy Young, one has a no-hitter. God, Dallas Braves game is unreal. Yeah. Perfect his game. Beer game was also a no hitter. Yeah, okay. What are we talking about, Phil Humber? Are we talking about his no hitter? Are we talking about his perfect game? <laughs> uh, next up, we have Mike Mustakis. Are you ready for another team that doesn't make any free agent grabs ever? Yes. Hit us with it. Tampa Bay Devil Rays. I had a feeling you were going to say that. Yeah. I had a feeling. Oh, I'm going to hate that. I don't, gonna be I awesome. don't know why. He just screams Devil Rays to me. He's. I. I don't have a reason outside of that. Oh, that's the award-winning takes. That's what we're here for. <laughs> award-winning Man, takes. This is a weird one. Moose is a weird one. I um. Yeah, I don't know. Pretty crazy. Actually, I just got a dog recently with my girlfriend, and we named it Moose. And so I've Whoa, joked to people. Can that you I've back named up? Like Moosakis. You got a dog? Yeah. Got a dog. You just gonna I, I thought, casually slide I, that in at ten twenty one on the podcast? That's I big news. You, I, I haven't I seen a post about it. Route. I haven't seen a tweet about it. I haven't seen jack shit. Yeah, soon. soon. This is very surprising. Okay, yeah, I'm anticipating this now. Yeah, named after Mike Mustakis, so now you know. Is it really? No, not really. God, but... I, I was gonna be... oh, no, no, you uh, should have just got along with it. I thought uh, you guys were going to go the girlfriend route on him. I literally thought that for oh, like no. two no. seconds. Well, <laughs> we, we kind of went that way with him when it happened. But anyways. Uh, uh, I don't know. Why do you mention that stuff? It's weird. Nick, Nick has a dog named Moose, too. Nick Crossing. Fun fact. Oh, my gosh. Now it's too late. I can't. But I didn't he, know did, that. he didn't pick that name because they adopted him. Okay. Well, his real name was Amigo when we adopted him, but we changed it to Moose. Okay. Because he didn't speak Spanish, so it worked out. All right. Um, <laughs> so I, I've gone back and forth. I really want him to go to the Brewers for fantasy baseball purposes because I just like Mike Mustakas. However, I'm going to be relatively interesting here and say that he goes to the Rangers because I feel like they are going to try to throw a little bit of money. Um, I think two years, thirty million is respectable enough for him to uh, to do that. So that's my most take. Cool. Josh. I'll send pictures soon. Yeah, Jesus. Can I just fucking pass? Sure. No, 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 no. I don't want to pass. <laughs> I just don't know. Okay. I just don't know. I just have no fucking clue. I mean, my initial is like maybe like Seattle. Maybe. Wouldn't be terrible. I don't know who plays second base there right now, honestly. He also plays third, though. I know, but Kyle Seeger's there, and he's going to be healthy this year. I fucking hate Kyle Seeger. Uh, so do I, but uh, besides the fact. So I guess I'll say Seattle. Fuck it. I mean, I have no idea what I'm talking about with this guy. All right. But 
Um, they could slide him in a DH, though, right? They could. could. True. But Vogelbach is a DH. It's true. And who's their first All-star. baseman? star uh, what's his um, name's brother played first for him? Aaron Null's brother was playing first for a while. Austin. Austin played all over the place. <laughs> I'm going to say Scott three years. Oh, what is that math? 19 mil a year. What is that? 57. Oh, 57, yeah. Yeah. Three that's years, some, 57. That's some change. Some all right, Al. Where's the moose going? The Moose is going to head out to the NL East, and it's going to take place for Josh Donaldson with the Atlanta Braves. It's going to be that they need a veteran bat at third base. Like I said, one-year deal. I'm going to go about one-year 13. I like that. Poor guy has never gotten paid. No, he hasn't. And he probably never will. Sorry, Josh. Not to go against your take there, but no, no, it's totally fine. I just didn't <laughs> know. Just I was production. Poor guys has always been like a one-year deal guy, but yeah. All right. All right. Uh, next up, we have Dee Dee. Oh, and it's me. Yeah. Oh, but look at Dee Dee. Look oh, at Dee Dee. Dee Dee. Oh, Dee Dee. Oh, okay. Uh, Dee Dee. Dee Dee the Dumbo. No, I'm just kidding. Dee Dee. I think he's going to end up – you know what? They were talking about it. Morosi reported it along with Bumgarner. I think the Phillies are going to make a move on him. I think you move Segura over to second, or you could have uh, Gregorius at second. You're going to have them both in the middle infield. I think it's going to be – I'm going to go four for 76. Damn. He's proven he can hit in a decent lineup. I mean, he was the three-hitter for the Yankees for a while. Yeah. No, and he's young enough. Let's put it out there. Who knows? Wow. Big take. Oh, Nelson. Wow. 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 Josh, where's (laughs) Didi going? I'm just going to be quiet. Um, No. (laughs) Let's see. Baltimore. 72 million. You did not just say Baltimore. Yeah, I did. No. They can send VR to second. No. All about it. I'm so mad. I thought my take. I thought this was gonna. Oh <laughs> no! Hey, we're all about the fucking big takes. I just no, right out of here, dude. Ass. No, that Man, was the one what? I was the most excited for. You know what, Oliver? Though, not too excited anymore. It's at okay, least, dude. at least you're not in the middle here. I'm in the sandwich rounds with Josh, and I just none of my takes have have been mind blowing because everyone else already says it on the back end or like either end, and I'm going with the Phillies. That's a good segue to my middling take. Less money than Al. Uh, three years, 51 mil. I do like the move for them. Um, I feel like Segura is going to get traded. However, they could slot him in at second, but I don't know what they would do with all their other guys. Kingery's in the mix. Hernandez in the mix. Phillies are going to be fun. Phillies are going to be good. I'm excited. I'm so mad. Hey, man. Keep your head up. It's okay. We're I friends. had Baltimore. I, all that matters. I, you... Why would Baltimore do that? Explain it to me, please. Veteran leadership. They're just fucking our Baltimore. Veteran leadership. Yeah. Vet- they have Chris Davis for that. He sucks ass. <laughs> that's that's your take. I I don't I, have I, much I of a take. I I, I I know nothing about any rumors about Didi. So I was like, what would be a funny team to sign him? And I said Baltimore. And now I was so happy to just bust that open. And <laughs> fucking Josh just ruined it. <laughs> 
I had to show Baltimore some love. I had to show him some love. No, That's what no, I'm no. saying. I no. gave Miami some love. Like, no, you never fuck? give Baltimore or Miami any love. Never. I got, well, yeah, I've learned my <laughs> lesson because I just get cock-blocked. Uh, next up, <laughs> Cole Hamels. <laughs> oh, I have, I, my big take. Yeah, we already went over that. For some of us, already went over it. Zero dollars <laughs> and zero cents. Yeah, so we can just skip you. I think he's going to the Angels on like a two-year deal. I'm going to say two for... 36. Wow. Um, I have gone back and forth on this one. I think that this kind of similar to what I assume is Oliver's logic here. I think depending on where Cole, Ryu, etc. go, um, in terms of like the Padres, Angels, um, I think they're all in the mix, but I am going Dodgers. Two years, 26 million. Um, yeah. All right. Josh has <laughs> nowhere for $0. Hey, guess what? I'm going to change my big take real quick. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, no. Well, if it happens, vision, no. that's why it's the initial big take. I mean, that's why I said it in the beginning of the show. Oh, you can't undo it. In it's something fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Come on. No. No, but I am going to put out there one year, 12.5 to the Chicago White Sox. Fine. Okay. So, Oliver, you get cocked. Oliver, you get cocked, and then you have to cock me. Is that how the show works? Yeah. Is that how the yeah, show works? Yeah, we're basically just cucking each Mutual other all the time. Cucking. Son of a god. I had angels for him, too. I'm going to go one year for... Ah, no, he's not worth that much. One year, 11 mil. But they, knowing the angels, they pull some stupid move like that and sign a guy like Cole Hamels. <laughs> Tell you what, he was good. He's good for the Cubs. As soon as he got traded to the Cubs. He, sir, he yeah. sucks for the Rangers. I, I, no, no. Is that ballpark. He sucks. Let's oh, let's move on. He's all right, all right. He sucks. By the way, before we get into, um, I think it's Puig next. Yep. yep. Can I read you guys one football thing that I just saw real quick? Is it yes. that the Rams are bad? Well, no, we knew that in the Super Bowl last year. Fair. But Sam Donald gets quote wasted and hooks up with girl after Chet's big win. That's a story for the New York Post. Wowza. So you can. So that means that when the Jets have a big win, he Sam Donald. Mono. Yeah, then he's gonna get mono again. There you go. Good job, Gilly. Good job. <laughs> All right. So back to the actual baseball. It's Puig next, right? Puig is next. All right. So for Puig, I think he's at sort of the end of his rope here. I mean, he had his great years with the Dodgers. He did okay with Cleveland. I think he's gonna end up with some. Excuse me, some schmuck team. I think he's gonna end up with like the Tigers. Okay. <laughs> They want a big hitter because Miguel Cabrera is going on a decline now, and they need somebody exciting. So why not bring in Puig and they bring him in on like a two-year, like thirty-two million dollar deal? I think his value's gone way down. All right. Are you ready for something sexual? <laughs> I was fucking born ready, brother. Give it a minute. Are you fucking ready? Hold on to your seatbelts because he's coming to Boston. <laughs> oh, yeah. Three years, $52 million, and this is in the wake of losing Mookie Betts. No! Yeah. No! Yes. No! I don't want, I want that. Mookie I don't Betts. want that ass out here. You don't like Puig? Uh, I hate Puig. Oh, oh, man. Hey, no, listen. I really want Mookie Betts. Puig, your but, friend. 
I'm just saying, I don't really know a landing spot for Puig. I think, you know, Al's kind of right. Like, it's going to be some schmuck place. And so Boston. The Red Sox are – no, no, no. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, is like, you know, it would make sense if the Mookie Betts thing happens where we start hearing these rumors where, oh, well, who are they going to go get next for short, short change money? So, I don't know. Just my thought. Just Josh's thoughts. Wow. All right, Mike. All right, Josh's thoughts. Michael. I have a weird one here. I think I'm actually. I think I'm under the annual cost of each of the other people, and I thought this might be a weird trade or a weird deal. I think he's going to go to a schmuck place called Tampa, and I see him going to the Rays <laughs> for a two-year, thirty million dollar deal. However, it's going to have a club option for year two. I think it'll be twelve mil the first year, and then an eighteen million dollar option, which they will inevitably turn down. Um, and we'll do it all again next year. I can't wait. Um, I should have said the Marlins again. I (laughs) have a team where I think he will be a wonderful fit. Fit right into the Houston Astros. Ew. Yep. I'm pretty sure Josh Reddick is contract expired, right? Or am I going nuts? I thought, I, think he's got one right I thought this was his last year. Either way, I don't, I don't know. he'll be there. So, what about the uh, what about who's their prospect there again? I kind of forgot his name. It's been a little while. Oh, uh, Tucker. Tucker. Kyle Tucker. That's a great question. I feel like he, he didn't did do shit. He's under contract for one more year. He is. He didn't do shit coming up. Maybe he won't go to the Astros, but I said it, so I'm sticking with it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm too deep. Too deep and too deep. Kyle Tucker, Tucker did a big poop in his pants when he came up. Big poop. Okay, our last player before we talk about Red Sox things for a few minutes is Edwin. <coughs> and I personally just had Edwin going back to the Yankees on like a one-year deal for $12 million. Interesting. Um, I... Similar, actually, wait, let me just see. Exact same money. Is it one year's 12 million? Yeah. yeah. Okay, same money. However, I think he's going to go to the Blue Jays for a victory lap Ooh, I, and retire. Cool. Yep. He'll do what Joey Bats should have done. Yes. How does it just Joey Bats? Because I assume that's pretty hard to admit that you're done in a, your career, but it got ugly with him. All right, Josh. Ooh. I'm going to say a victory lap to another team, and he goes to the Indians again on a one-year deal worth $13 million. Okay. And last but not $1 least. $1 million more. I have him doing a victory lap, but it's with a new team. <laughs> <laughs> the Tampa Bay Rays. Rays Ooh, needs like all the trade that never was. The Rays need some pop in that lineup. You know what? Bring him in for one year, $10 million. Put him in the four hole. You might just have something in Tampa. Why not, right? That is a cost-effective deal, realistically. That's like one of those things. Just like with the Patriots with like defensive ends, where it's like, okay, why are you going to pay these guys? Because you can get like a, uh, I don't know, 75% of the production from a guy that's going to be way cheaper than a guy like Trey Flowers. Same thing with DH in a lot of ways. Big enchiladas guy. Big enchiladas guy. 
Um, all right, so that was everybody in the you know top fifteen or so free agents that we got. I got a nice spreadsheet here. <coughs> However, we have a few more names to go over, all in the realm of the Boston Red Sox, potentially, anyways. Three. I first, real quick. I'm, this won't take long. You know, five ten minutes, and then we'll call it. Cause I gotta get to bed. Cause I'm old and sick. You're not old. I feel old. You're not old. Anyways, <laughs> three names. Just shut up. Rick Porcello, Brock Holt, Mitch Moreland. Rapid fire. Where are they going? Um. You don't got to give contract. Just give me a team where you think they're going to go or if they're going to stay. <coughs> we'll start at the, at the back end with Al. Rick Porcello. So you want me to? All, yeah. Oh, okay. I, all three. I was, Porcello, all three. Holt, Moreland. Okay. Porcello, I think, ends up with the Mets. I think they need sort of a right-handed pitcher to go along with Stroman and DeGrom. Jesus, that sounds bad now that I actually say it out loud. But at a middle of the rotation guy. Okay. He's, he's proven that he can have a big year, and with the every other year thing, he's probably going to be good. So, we'll out to the Mets. Brock Holt, believe it or not, I think stays with the Red Sox. I think they find a way to keep him on, like, a two-year deal for, like, unfortunately, it's not the Section 10 where it's 10 for 350, but, you know, maybe two for 70. No, just kidding. Uh, two, <laughs> two for, like, 12 or 14, right in that range. So, I think Brock Holt stays. Mitch Moreland, I can see him going. Honestly, I can see him going to like a cellar dweller. I think he might go to like the Marlins or something just to tr- try to keep playing on like a one year, like $8 million deal. So, for several Mets, Holt with the Red Sox, Moreland with the Marlins. Hmm. All right. Josh, what about you? One, two, three. What do we got? I'm going to say Porcello, Dodgers, Brock Holt. Kind of kills me to say no. Um, Texas. Oh, okay. Home. I can actually like yeah, that. I like go, that too. Go that makes sense. Home, big Brock. Yeah. ECB. Um, <laughs> go home, yeah. Big Brock. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's the last one I'm doing? Shit. Moreland. Uh, Moreland. Oh, ooh, Moreland's another fucking Texas guy. Um, you know, I could see Moreland somewhere weird, like San Francisco. Okay, I'm into it. Yeah, Gilly. Yeah. What, what about you? Um. All right. For Porcello, I think big take. Actually, I think he comes back to the Red Sox in a really cheap deal. I'm getting cuck cityed over here. Uh, I'm sorry, sorry, Oliver. I, you know what? Though no, I felt that way for a while, and I've been public about that. I know. So. I think we both have actually. So yeah. Um, Brock Holt. As much as I think it would be nice to have him back, I feel like they're going to give the go the cheaper route with Marco Hernandez moving forward as that utility guy. And uh, I think he stays connected to the Red Sox by going to the Diamondbacks and our old pals uh, over there. Uh, I don't okay. want that to happen, but <laughs> I can see that. Okay. And it is going to be. Well, it's one of those things though. They're they're penny pinching so much. It's like I, I just I don't know how much they're going to pay him. Uh, when he can make okay. more elsewhere. I know. And then Mitch Moreland, another victory lap suggestion. He's going to go back home and play for the Rangers. Oh, man. Cook City. One last time. Oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I was thinking him. I was thinking that originally, too, but I wanted to be a little different. So I, I, I actually did think that. So I'm right there with you. 
yeah, probably like a one-year deal. I wouldn't hate if the Red Sox bring them back. However, I feel like they're uh, they're ready to move on. Yeah, I think they are too. He's been a great signing, by the way. That's one thing people people forget. I feel like it was like a little scrutinized, at least among the Red Sox circles I've been involved in, where I was like, "Oh, who's this Moreland guy? What we should have paid so and so crazy money." He's been an awesome like year to year, like one or two year deal guy. We got what we wanted out of him, and I'm happy with that. Yeah, I've I've I have had no problems with him. Health was unfortunately an issue with him. Yeah. <coughs> Anyways, um, I do think Porcello will stay on a one year deal because he's been vocal about he wants to be here and he's willing to sacrifice money to do so. So I think they just end up working something out that's really cheap, and he'll just eat a bunch of innings for you, even if he is terrible again. Um, I think the Red Sox want to sign Brock Holt. I think the Brock Holt wants to sign with the Red Sox, but I think he has a market, and this is his only time to cash in, so he will not be signing here. He's going to go to a a team that like is trending up, kind of like the Padres, but I don't think it'll be the Padres. I can't really put my nose, my my tongue, my word user on a team. Put your tongue on it? Yeah. Who says that? Say the Rays. Nobody. <laughs> no, he's not going to the Rays. Why not? Because uh, they're... I just don't they see had it. Eric Sogard. <laughs> Wait, I thought Eric Sogard... Oh no, he got traded to the Rays. That's right. You know, I kind of like the the Rangers pick, so I'm going to say the Rangers t- as well. I forgot who said that. Josh, you said that. That was me. I'm I like that pick a lot. Now well, after you there. said it, so I'm going to go with that. And last but not least, Mitchie Moreland. Honestly, this might sound weird, but I think he takes like a. I think he's going to go National League. I like the Phillies. What? Yeah. Is <laughs> a backup first baseman? Well, it's yeah. Hoskins. Okay. Yeah, yeah. actually. You Think about it. Defense, defensive there. replacement you, you for did. Hoskins in the late innings. <laughs> He's proven to be a really damn good pinch hitter when when he was called upon. He, I, I don't know. I think, yeah. Yeah, I talked myself into it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no. I like it. All right, so any of these other names that you added, Gilly, that you wanted to get to specifically um, and talk about for a couple minutes? One guy inter- that was interesting, I didn't realize it was a free agent. I feel like we he wasn't even on a lot of lists, but Dylan Batan. Yeah. Would you be mad if the Red Sox signed him? No. No. Absolutely not. I'd be thrilled, actually. Yeah, be is, is, wouldn't that be weird, though, hating him for so long? Thank you, big motherfucker. Yeah, but he's, he's a weird Yankee where you never hated him because he was a dick or anything. You just hated him because he was filthy. Yeah, it's like, oh, fuck, here comes the Tansis. Right. 3,000 mile per it's hour not, It's not like Chapman where he's just a piece of shit, or it's not like Judge where he's just an athlete. I mean, I mean, I hate Judge. I might be the minority there. I might be a bad example. Uh, like, uh, like Stanton or Luke Voigt or these guys that just like reek of being of of just New York and Yankee and you want to hate him. Batances was just New like New Yorking. Yeah, the Batances was just this huge 6-8 guy that was just nasty and you're like fuck, I hate this guy. He's so good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a reverse Stephen Drew effect. 
Reverse Stephen <laughs> Drew, where Drew was traded from the Red Sox to the Yankees. It's just an opposite now. Like, you know, five years later, it just goes from, you know, Batantis goes from the Yankees to the Red Sox. You know, well, it's justice for that. Pop quiz. Steven, Do you know who the Red Sox received in that trade? Wasn't it uh, Kelly Johnson? Yeah, it was. Wow, that was quick. Nice job. <laughs> Kelly Johnson and this person is who have played for all AS- AL East teams in their career. Steve Pierce? Steve Pierce. Good job. You guys are oh, on your shit today. Oh, my God. Wow. Actually, way, I is hurt, so he's going to be coming back from an injury. So it might be kind of a weird market for him. But I, I have one question for you guys that's a little unrelated to baseball, but it still involves the podcast. Yeah. If you guys could have one guest on right now, any guest that you want on this podcast, who would it be and why? Like any person? Any person, because I know we talked at the beginning a little bit about yeah. with Legends Lingo, the guest list and everything. So I was thinking about that and wanted to save it for the end. Uh, David it Price. Right? It yeah, can be, it'd definitely be David Price. I think. I think. How about how about you do one realistic, one unrealistic? Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. Realistically, um, because you know we've been you know dabbling here and there. We've trying to. I think. <laughs> I think Carabas is realistic. Oh, I could get you guys Carabas. That would be cool. Awesome. Um. Easily. Even I never thought about like reaching out to Dallas Braden either, but that would be really fun too because that guy's just a bundle of fucking energy. A, oh it, my god! We could just let Steve rip, actually. <laughs> be Steve for once and just fuck around with Dallas Braden. Yeah, that I I, th- I think that episode would just be kicking the shit for bonkers. two hours. That'd be crazy. Oh, yeah, that would just be non-baseball. Yeah, Oliver, you listened to that episode, right? You listened to the Dallas. Braden yeah, it was good, dude. Right? Yeah, I was going to say, what did you think of that? I wanted your, so, uh, didn't mean to ask about that. It's just so cool. Like, I hate to be a 25-year-old fanboy here, but just talking to, like, I don't, it's, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like, Dude, I, 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 like it wasn't, it wasn't me, but I was like, man, this is so cool. Like, just sitting there, yeah. just, you know what I mean? Just, like, all giddy. No, I feel you. Let me, let me tell you guys this. And so, with Karabas... I put it this way. I know him well enough. I'm not saying like I'm his best friend because obviously that's not the case, but I know him well enough where if you put me and him in a room together and he, you know, we cross eyes at each other, he'll like say what's up and everything. Like he knows who I am. So that's why I said like maybe I can text him or something and see if I can help you guys out. I would love to help you guys out. Um, as far as braiding goes, and it, it's just to say it, that was, and I said it on the podcast, that was the most fun that we've ever had for an interview. Braden is so electric, but he's so real. Like he literally was like ripping a bong, and then all of a sudden he just like <laughs> was drinking during the podcast, and we were like, "This is great!" Like even off air for the first ten minutes, we Powder and I were cracking up, laughing. That's so cool. At that, it was funny. And if you guys, by the way, if you guys have any questions for me to end the episode, feel free to ask because I'm I'm an open book, man. Yeah. What's I I know that you guys you guys have one another uh, pretty big guest coming down the works. Um, but what would your your answer to that question be of a, like uh, an attainable one, and then probably like a little bit of a reach of a guest? So, so I will tell you guys this: um, we are going to winter weekend, and... which we were thinking about that too. <laughs> I don't know if I can go, bro. I don't think I can bring myself to go to it if it's not at Foxwoods. 
No, it's still going to be fun, but I will say, if you guys come down, let me know, because we'll do, like, a a, uh, collab episode. That would be so much fun. Yeah, that would be be cool. Because we're going to be down there. I'll tell you one name, uh, two names, actually, that we're going to try to get down there. We're going to try to get Coley Mick, because we've gotten Karabas, we've gotten Peralt. Yep. Now we got to get Coley. Another. (laughs) Yep, exactly. And another name we're going to try to get. John Feidelberg. Ooh, oh, that would be. He seems like such a cool guy. That'd be that'd be an I, awesome. I, I've, I've met him a couple if, times. I, actually. Really, yeah. I don't know if he's like the type of guy to do it though. I don't know. I feel like he just likes to keep that. I mean, that'd be cool, but not yeah. even though. You know what though? He's like he he pays attention to his shit. It's just like he's just like quiet. You know what I mean? Like his content isn't based around that, which is interesting. No. To me. You can talk to him about life and talk about just like shit going down every day just yeah. in the street and he'd be and he'd be great with it so we're gonna try to get those two and cool. when when are you guys thinking of dropping this episode that's the main question uh tomorrow morning ah uh, then i can't reveal the guest i'll tell you guys once we're done recording okay. what we have on but uh, i will say i will say this it is a barstool it. personality Ooh, nice oh, little teaser shit. little tease so so if any of you are listening to this if you want to know who it is Tune in to us later on in the week, probably Friday, because Thursday's Thanksgiving, obviously. But probably Friday, you'll get to hear who our guest is, and it's going to be another good one. Nice. So. You know who would be uh, my unrealistic one? Who's that? Um, Just because I'm still mulling it over because I'm just indecisive about shit. Um, Dombrowski. I think he would be so cool. cool. Dombrowski or even Sherrington. Just like one of those outgoing GMs. Just like I want, that like would a be cool. tell-all situation, Theo? Sam Hinkie-esque, just yep. to be like, hey, this is why this happened, this is why this happened, and just bleed his guts out. Granted, I don't think that's realistic, nor do I think those guys would actually do that. Um, but no. still, oh, that I, I, I'd love Chris Sale. Chris Sale would be an amazing guest. Oh yeah, I think, on a podcast. Yeah. He's his just a, good. He's, a, yeah, he's just a certified psychopath. That's what he is. <laughs> yeah. Can I answer for Steve? You can answer, you can answer whatever you yeah. want. It's your show. So, um, Steve, uh, his unrealistic one would probably be uh, John Olerud. Because one, he's dead. No! And, and two, two, explaining that shit to John Olerud would be the funniest shit ever. So, um, answering for Steve on that one. Because <laughs> that's, uh, that's his joke. And his realistic one would probably be Darnell and McDonald. Yeah, no, yeah. They follow each other on Instagram and DM each other. They DM each other. Really? That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. So that's relatively. He's he keeps saying that he's going to ask him one day. So we need to. Yeah, but he won't sack up and actually just say, "Hey, you want to come on?" Lock it in, lock and load. Best relief pitcher in Red Sox history. Yeah, he's up there. Man. Oh man, I will say this to you guys. Sorry, I know I'm keeping you guys on, but one thing I will say. If you DM Karabas, I guarantee – I shouldn't say guarantee, but I'm pretty confident that he would answer you back. I'm very confident he would answer you guys back because that's just – because knowing how he is, he's just – he's the type of guy that he likes to help out other podcasts and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And he – I think – I think you guys can get him if you guys want him, especially now in the offseason. I think you guys got a real shot at him. Probably the best time to do it realistically. I would I would reach out if I were you guys. Okay. Just find a way. No. That's a that's a good call. Thank you. No, we appreciate it. That's that would be awesome. That would be a 
such a ke- like sick catch for us. And I'll I'll try to help you guys out too. I'm not saying like you know, oh my god, like I'm I have these connections, no. but like I'll try to help you guys too if you guys yeah. if you guys need the help too. Let me know. Oh, we'd appreciate it. Cool, sweet man. Yeah, of course, appreciate it. No, of course. Anytime you guys need help, let me know. Okay, that was great. Was so for those time, of you that man. needed a reminder for something, that was our new friend Al. Nice. You can't really forget it. Very easy name to remember. It's just two letters. <laughs> what um, up, Al? <laughs> that's how we're going to... If you come on again, that, that's going to be it. Uh, I hope I get to come on again. This was fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Suck no, Al. It was good, man. Great saying, episode. saying the name Al over and over, obviously, I'm sure you get a lot. That uh, that Paul Simon song, you can call me Al. One of... Do you know the song? Or the... Al! 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 I've got I've gotten that one a lot too. Okay, that's, okay. That, that's not annoying. The five hundredth time I've heard it. <laughs> no, but the you can call me Al song. My one of my favorite YouTube videos ever is that song playing in the background of Al Jefferson post move highlights, and it's like no dunks, just post moves. And it is my <laughs> I watch that YouTube video probably like five to ten times a year every year since like twenty thirteen, <laughs> and it just it gives me life. It's Please. just. Please send that to me. Now I want to see will. that. It's so funny. It's, oh it's so God. pleasing. I'm just a big fan. But yeah. Oh, man. That is hilarious. All right. we have any closing big takes here to send, send us off into Thanksgiving week? Just enjoy your turkey, man. Enjoy your guys' turkey enjoy and turkey. football and, you know, keep keep doing what you guys are doing. I think you guys got something special here. So keep doing what you're doing. Hey, big shout-out to Westerly Football. I think we're going to win by 80 on Thanksgiving Day. By 80? What's the spread? It was, it was 61 to nothing last year. Who are you playing? Oh, Stonington. All right, well, I'm pulling for you. All right. Just yeah, shout him out. And shout-out Josh Gentile. Any Thanksgiving football takes? Honestly, Bear, I couldn't tell Bear's you a single matchup. Oh, I was going to say like the Lions obliterate the Bears, you bastard. <laughs> oh. eh, agree to disagree. Uh, we'll take the Twitter. We'll take the Twitter. Oh, hell yeah. Interesting. I expect, the, plan on I expect the poll out. Yes, we do need, we're slacking on the polls. Actually, yeah. We, yeah. Bills, Cowboys. That Mike Trout uh, poll was epic. Saints-Falcons. Wow. Oh, guess, wait, real quick, oh. guess the lines for each of these. Bears Lions. What do you uh, got? It's minus three and a half Chicago. Minus three Chicago. I'm sorry. Yeah. I should have let other people guess before. Bills Cowboys. This is at Dallas. I got Cowboys minus four and a half. Mm, okay. I'm gonna go two and a half Cowboys though. Okay. Josh, you wanna guess? No. Okay. <laughs> Cowboys minus seven. You asked me. That's why. No. Minus seven. Give me the Bills well, plus no, seven. No, Give me actually, the bills. no. I see that because the the Bills have no offense, especially on the road. But that is a fact. John Brown hears you, and he is trying to prove you wrong. Um, <laughs> Saints Falcons. Also, side note: Georgia, good thing Steve wasn't here because he would not appreciate the Josh Allen slander. That, that is true. Stinks. Oh boy! I'll, 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 listen, next time he comes on, I will debate him on that all day. Tell me all something right. he can do besides scramble. You, we might need a special for that. Yards. We might need to come in on any a direction. Separate Thursday to 
argue with Steve with that. Hey, yeah. listen, listen. You guys have my contact information. You send me one invite, and I'll be on faster than you can say Josh Allen stinks. <laughs> oh, Duly <geez>. noted. <laughs> wow. Uh, Saints Falcons. What we got? Who? who what? Saints. My. I'll say Saints minus six. Okay. Close. Oh, close. Uh. Yeah. I was gonna... <laughs> seven. Yeah, it's seven. Saints seven. Seven. Okay. But yeah. All right. Interesting. That'll do it. Falcons three and a half. Take. <laughs> there we go. That's a big take. Falcons by three and a half for Josh. That'll do it for episode sixty-three. Or four? Wow, Dan Connolly episode already, huh? It's 63 wow. or 64, honestly. I'm not sure which one, but it'll be right when, I, when it's posted, that's for sure. Has a baseball player worn that number? Oh, I'm sure some call-ups have worn yeah. that number. Absolutely. Yeah. i you guys didn't call it the Brad Marchand episode. Oh, true. Oh, right. shit. Yeah, we oh. got to get on the hockey. Or Winston Hernandez. He wore 63 oh, this year. Right. <laughs> actually, yeah. no. No, no. He was actually he was decent this year, so I, I can't be too mad at him. Yeah. That's your next closer. The Darwins and Anyways, episode. We will be back next week. Peace out to everybody. Later. See ya.